So I was cleaning up my room the other day, and deep in a drawer, I found my old Kindle. I used to read on this thing so much, and uh, yeah, so I charged it after years of not using it, and I found some old books, and I got some new ones, started reading more, because, I don't know, I like reading, and I don't know, you just get caught up in life and you stop reading, but I started reading this book called Man's Search for Meaning, which is, uh, I first heard about it from Tony Robbins, but so many people have talked about this book. It's sold millions of copies. You've probably heard of it. Um, it's about this psychiatrist, I believe, or psychologist, whatever. He was a doctor. Um, and he was brought to a Nazi concentration camp. I think he was at Auschwitz for a large portion of his experience and then uh, went to a couple other camps. But he writes about his story in such an analytical, like, uh, unbiased, purely scientific way. At least he tries to, you know, as as a guy who, I don't know, he's not just your average psychologist or psychiatrist. He's somebody who wants to, you know, take it a step further and advance that whole world. So reading it from his words, he invented something called logotherapy, uh, which is seems like the most interesting form of therapy I've ever heard of, um, which I guess the word logos is uh, the Greek word for meaning or something along those lines. There's going to be a lot of like really terrible paraphrasing in this um, video because I'm not, uh, you know, nobody's good at remembering things. Scientifically, you could read something and then completely forget certain parts of it. You have to either take notes or read it multiple times and I've done either of those things so I just finished the book a few days ago and I'm gonna attempt to talk about what I've learned and some of the key things that I found were life-changing in that book and it uh I'll probably be talking about this book for a little while actually in the next few videos I make but um yeah so Man's Search for Meaning beautiful book very tragic very sad the first half of it is like really gets into his experience at the camp and just how gruesome it is um but the title of this video has something to do with meaning has something to do with purpose and that's the key lesson i took away from it is that purpose and meaning is 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 how do i put it how do i put it basically it's what you need to be happy essentially like he he says it like this and this is what really got it to click for me he said and well i'm not i'm gonna paraphrase it but he said something along the lines of like happiness is a byproduct or should be a byproduct of some purpose or meaning or you know, thing that gets you there, some reason for happiness, some why that you have. Um, and he gave the analogy of laughter, how like you can, you can just laugh for no reason, but the laugh is hollow. It's empty. It's not like a real laugh or you can hear a joke and now you have a reason to laugh. Something that laughter just pours out of you. And so happiness should be something that pours out of you rather than something that um, you're constantly chasing. He even goes as far to say this. I wrote it down because it's just brilliant. Um, he says, pleasure is and must remain a side effect or byproduct and is destroyed 
and spoiled to the degree to which it is made a goal itself. So to the degree you're chasing it, it will be destroyed or spoiled. So the more you chase happiness, the more you destroy it in your life. And, you know, you could take that with a grain of salt and, you know, reflect on your own life. But to me, I hear that and I'm like, wow, that just explains so much to me. So, um, he also, he also mentions, uh, I forget who said this, but he literally quoted it from some other guy so many times in his book. Um, and it's something along the lines of, uh, when a man has a strong enough why, he can bear almost any how. Meaning, if he has a strong enough purpose, obviously he can, he can bear almost any type of suffering, so long as his so the, so long as it's aligned with that purpose. And uh, what it's done for me, to put it plainly, is I understood that in spirituality, or at least the stuff that I'm hearing about, it's very easy to fall into. Um, nihilism, where you basically, you you get rid of the ego, you're not thinking anymore so much, and you're just vibing, and then you start to just experience this, like, apathetic point of view to outside things, like, nothing external can really fulfill you, which is obviously true, I've even said that, but I think there's too far end on the spectrum where you have no true meaning in this world because whether you like it or not you're existing in this world and you can try and shut it out and be a monk and live that type of lifestyle um but whether you like it or not if you lived in the western world you're here you know and not to mention are you here you're human like you know we can totally disregard what culture you live in you're human you exist um you're in this body and there needs to be some type of meaning to your life. Otherwise, you will experience that like just drifting and not. And if your meaning is total bliss and freedom from ego and sharing and all that stuff, then that's great. That's literally what I'm talking about is I think that's the, the proper intention. When you want to get rid of ego and you want to be enlightened, the path to enlightenment, so to speak, is something where you it's not devoid of meaning. It's empty of like attachment and all these things and all these uh, um, desires for pleasure and things and power and all those egoic things that we always chase. But it has this substance of like connectedness to all things and um, you feel like a true feeling of uh, like you belong in this world, like you have a place in this world and it matters and you're a unique point and there's, there's a purpose for you that only you can achieve. Um, and it has nothing to do with seeking fame and seeking pleasure and seeking, um, you know, power and finances and all these things. It's something deeper. And you might even be saying, like, what? Then what is it? You know, if you can't really explain it. For me, I can't even explain my own life's purpose right now. As I'm recording this, I can't tell you, you know, what I'm going to do with my life. I, I don't know. Um, and uh, the author of Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl, he he does say, you know, it's we'll we'll probably never know that the the grand um, purpose of our life until the end. 
which makes sense because you can't predict the future. And he always talks, I, I, I think it's something along the lines of micro meanings. I don't know if he used that word. I can't remember, but um, yeah, the idea of taking this moment and what does this moment mean to you? Because if this moment is devoid of meaning, he calls it an existential vacuum, um, which is something that is plaguing the West. I, I don't know when he wrote this. It must've been like in the fifties. Um, and then he, I think revised some stuff in the 1980s, but it was funny because reading it, he was like, oh, these days, everything's about achievement and there is no more like deeper meaning to people's stuff. It's all surface, all just like this hollow stuff that looks nice on the outside. The idea of achieving at, uh, success in any area, whether it be music or corporate stuff or whatever, um, and achieving it with, uh, just all of that, you know, all that surface ego stuff. He talks about how it's new. And it's so funny to hear that perspective because now it's like been around for years and years and years and uh, nobody bats an eye at it. That's just the way things are. And unless you challenge your own beliefs, you will live your entire life chasing those things subconsciously. Um, And it doesn't always have to be extreme fame, extreme this, extreme that, but there's always an urge to prove yourself. And that's just how this world is. But he talks about it. um, He calls it an existential vacuum and how that basically like when you don't have a deep meaning for your existence then it creates a vacuum and that's when sort of like anxiety and depression disorders and all these things come into play um he did you know mention more about it but yeah when i heard that i i understood that like you know a big contributor to my problems in the past my problems of like oh why am i here Uh, none of this is worth it what like just these feelings of especially like um like death ideation like not not um not like plans to kill yourself obviously but feeling like oh my goodness if i could just go to sleep and never wake up like that would just be eternal rest and i don't need to deal with this because there's some like existential dread like this feeling of absolute dreadedness to existence if there's no meaning. And I think that is, um, I don't know how some people live without feeling like there is a meaning. And maybe that meaning is subconscious for some people and they don't explicitly tell themselves why they're alive, but they just know. I don't know. But I, uh, when I read that, I really felt um, like, wow, there is a balance to again, that spiritual world of nothing really matters. Um, and the world of, you know, taking everything too seriously. There's a balance of those things. And that balance, I think, involves freedom from attachment, but also a, um, a, a not even an attachment, just an alignment with a purpose where you're not like, it's not like this purpose is a part of, like, you're not like attached to this purpose, you're aligned with it. And I think that's the balance. And when I started to to understand that balance, I started to take mundane moments and moments where I was impatient or whatever, and start to actually feel like, oh, this moment matters. I don't even know what it's for. That's the funny thing. Again, I can't tell you what my purpose is because I don't know. But so far, I've been able to rationalize it like this in my mind. I want to just become as 
um, aware and aligned and wise and strong and healthy and happy and smart and knowledgeable as I possibly could be so that whatever I end up doing in life, whether it be sharing videos like this or whatever, I can share the best of myself, you know, in every aspect. If I just become more, no matter what I do, everything I do becomes more, right? So that's how I've been rationalizing it. And that has been my meaning lately. And it's just been take it's been taking my life to the next level because for so long I've been totally detached, right? Um, which is a step in the right direction, believe me, because when you're at- when you're attached to things, it's like you're on a roller coaster and life is going to take you around and you're just you're not going to end up in control of things at all and you're just you're going to be out of control and it's not going to feel good and blah blah blah. But when you're too detached, again, that that existential vacuum kicks in and then you just feel like there's no reason for living. It's like, what's the point, right? Um, So you're probably wondering, like, where does all this come into the whole concentration camp thing? Um, Well, he, he wanted to know what the difference was between those who survived the camps and those who didn't. And he realized that the key thing was when people gave up on life, when they had no purpose for the future, um, you know, they'd smoke their last cigarette and starve to death or whatever it is, or they would just give up working and then uh, they would end up being killed or whatever it is. So he wanted to know that difference. And then he wanted to also like, he, he really got to the bottom of that concept of if, a, if, if somebody has a why a strong enough why, strong enough purpose, then they can bear almost anyhow. And he also mentions that like you don't have to go through extreme suffering to have these realizations or to experience um, that type of freedom. But he realized that through suffering, um, oh, what was I saying? I totally lost my train of thought, but um, there's another quote here that has to do with that that I wanted to mention. Where is this? Um, the incurable Where does that say that? Um, okay. Once an individual's search for meaning is successful, it not only renders him happy, but also gives the capability to cope with happiness or to cope with suffering. Yeah. So once the search for meaning is successful, not only are you happy, but you can cope with suffering. You have the capability of coping with suffering because again, you can bear almost any how. And I completely agree that like suffering takes on a completely different. It's like, it's way different when it's suffered from the point of view of there's a reason behind the suffering, not just suffering for the sake of suffering and it just feels bad and nobody wins and it's terrible um and what kind of suffering are we talking about usually it's like making sacrifices um you know people suffer when they give up addiction like when they give up things that they're addicted to people suffer when they push through fear and they do what's outside of their comfort zone um but if the individual's search for meaning is successful it not only renders him happy but also gives him the capability to cope with suffering. It's a beautiful thing. 
Um, and, and again, you'll have to read the book to really get context for all these ideas because the way he packages it and the way he like mentions things, it's brilliant. Like I've, I've never heard such a in-depth psychoanalysis of the concentration camp. It's incredible. Um, here, uh, what else we got here? Um, so another, um, oh God, there's so, this video is already so long. (laughs) Um, yeah, so basically I'll probably end it here and I can talk about this stuff forever, but if I had any advice for anybody else out there, um, it would be to really get down to, to the bottom of what that meaning is. And if you're interested, go read the book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Um, it will change your life, guaranteed. And it also put your problems into perspective when you, you know, read about the concentration camp and just what they endured. It's it's absolutely horrifying. But in reading it, you, especially from him, you get this perspective of like, wow, like if somebody can take that and derive meaning from that type of suffering, then um, I could do anything. <laughs> anything and that's that's the the beauty of this book too is it gives you this this um no matter whatness about life like no matter what i will be okay no matter what i will have a meaning no matter what and that no matter whatness is wonderful it just means like you have like this invincibleness so to speak where it's not like you won't suffer but that purpose will make it bearable. You will be able to cope with this suffering. Um, and that's, I think, the missing link for me because I've always wanted freedom from suffering, obviously. Um, but suffering is inherent in life. So freedom from suffering doesn't mean getting rid of suffering. It means having a purpose that aligns with that suffering. So can you do that? That is the real question. Um, Anyways, I hope you liked this. I hope it was uh, helpful for you. If you have any more questions, let me know. I do have a lot more about this book that I want to talk about, but I'm also currently reading Be Here Now Again by Ram Das. Great book. And uh, yeah, I will continue to talk about the things that I learned through these books. Um, I do want to talk about journaling and stuff like that. I'm going to get into that later on another video about journaling. And uh, yeah, that is all. If you want to email me, if you want to reach out, um, you can email me at humbowltv at gmail.com. Humbletv at gmail.com. Send me your questions or your uh, comments or just introduce yourself. We can have a conversation. Also, if you want to get involved in a community of people like us, go to the new Discord in the comment section. Not the comment section, the description. You'll find a link to the new Discord. It's not new. The, just the Discord server um, where you can introduce yourself, have conversations, share stuff that you're reading, share videos that you're watching, whatever it is. Um, just a little gang for us to you know, learn together and share what we've learned um, and maybe help each other out during difficult times. Uh, if you want to support me on here, I have a PayPal um, donation link in the description as well if you want to support me for what I do on this channel. Um, Besides that, thank you so much for being you, and I will see you in another uh, podcast.